0: We are now recording. Got our boy Sean Moore up in the building. Episode You're 68 thirsty. of the Duo Sports and Stuff podcast. 68. Sean is a diehard Sooner, Sooner fan, Dane. And so this week has been kind of rough for him, I'm sure. So let's give him <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love we, it. we
0: got a present. We got a present for Sean to start off the show. Let's see if he likes this. Lincoln, are you shocked that you've gotten this far without anybody asking you about all the rumors this week? I'm
1: just
0: I'm just saying I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you about it, so I might as well. Um, I mean it's nonstop. I mean it's it's every day. Hold up, hold up, hold up, Gary. I'm Um, not gonna be the next head coach at LSU.
1: Can I ask you next question?
0: i gave sean his present for coming on the show it was wow. the audio of former oklahoma coach and now usc head coach Four. lincoln riley uh dane um first before we get to sean dane when you saw that lincoln was was out of there what'd you think
2: I was I was like, wait a minute. I mean, first off, let I me mean, make sure the the account is not a troll account, one of them weird accounts that has, like, the misspelling of Adam Shepherd's name or something like that. So I had to first check to verify the sources and then realize where he actually went to. But I was like, dang, well, I mean, at the end of the day, it wasn't LSU. He didn't technically lie. Well, he he lied lie. by omission. But at the same time, it's like, I mean, we are gonna see the proof is gonna be in the pudding what that program <laughs> turns into or what it doesn't turn into so yeah we gonna, we gonna find out but yeah, I mean it sucks for you know OU nation we know plenty plenty of Sooner fans so it's like it's no mixed it's no mixed em- signals or mixed emotions it's like everybody's like man see that see that boy in the, in the back alley they probably giving them giving them the hands so
3: it's yeah. on site. Yeah, on site, facts. and of course we got
0: <laughs> we got our our brother and diehard Sooner fan Sean Mo Sean. Um, was it something? Okay, first first initial reaction
3: when you saw that Lincoln was was out of there out of Norman. Man, I was shocked more than anything. Um I really I didn't expect it because after he said what he said, told boy after the Oklahoma State game about he won't be the next coach at LSU. You know, I went to sleep thinking, okay, Lincoln's definitely staying around for 15, 20 years. We talked about that's it what in group I, chat, too. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, man, and Ooh. you know, when that popped up, that he was going to USC, I was a little confused, but <sighs> I've kept a good poker face a little bit throughout this time. I'm I'm a little worried. I'm sure we'll get into it a little more here, but um, man, it was pretty disappointing, man. I mean, Lincoln Riley, Is a good coach, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, um, no matter how we feel about him or if we feel what he did was you know dirty, which I do feel it was a little dirty. Um, but other than that, man, just I was really, I was really kind of shocked because I went to sleep that night after the game knowing, okay, well, we still gonna have our coach, you know, and all the LSU rumors and stuff, you know, in the group chat, boys messing with me about it. You know, I thought there was maybe some smoke there, but I was like, nah, Lincoln gets calls all the time, you know, Mm -hmm. all the time. And he said no. But, yeah, this kind of came out of left field, man, to be honest.
0: Definitely, man. Like, what he's done for Oklahoma in that short time, he's only there five seasons, led you guys to three playoff appearances, four Big 12 titles, man. And, of course, everything he's done, yeah, with Baker Mayfield, Murray he has been, you know, he has proven that he's like a quarterback developer um, yeah. as far as, you know, bringing the guys in and, and and getting them to the level they need to be. And it seems right. like he was on that path with Caleb Williams, you know, coming in midseason for Spencer Rattler. Um, this is definitely a shock. Um, and we'll get to the Brian Kelly to LSU one for sure, but it is hard to determine which like i i put up a poll on twitter about which one was more a more shocking move and i think mm-hmm. the results are like 53 to 45% more in yeah, favor of that. uh of riley but i think that's kind of fair like both of them were like like if i had to choose i don't think i could choose which one was more shocking because right. you have lincoln riley there like how we talked about how good he's been for oklahoma all the things he's done mm-hmm. for the school and in, in such a short time span. And then you have Brian Kelly that's, you know, he's, I feel like he was there a little bit longer, but he's had Notre Dame, you know, in the playoff hunt, or if not in the playoffs, a couple of times. And
3: (laughs) they're always 10 games a year. I mean, they're, they're always,
0: yeah, (laughs) to the big game. I mean, they're (laughs) always there at the end competing. And and I, and I guess this is just me spitting off the rift. Like maybe they felt like they brought their programs to where they, feel like they would, could be. I'm just playing mm-hmm. Devils Advocate here, but mm-hmm. um I I don't know what I mean, one thing that that is definitely crazy about it is the bag that they they got to dip out. And of yeah. course, everybody's going to talk about LA compared to Norman, the lifestyle, of course. Like right. if you were given an opportunity, you probably would take it, but With- it's what yep. we talked about, the aspect of it, the saying you're Artist. not going Man. and then not even a whole 36 hours later, I, I'm I'm a Trojan now, you know, and with, right. with the Brian Kelly, I actually have the Brian Kelly audio for Notre Dame. And I'm gonna play that, too, because it was it. this was from like a week, a little over a week ago. And, uh, it's basically the same sentiment that Lincoln Riley said, if y'all ain't hear it already, uh, and
3: coach speak,
0: right. Coach speak. So let's, let's yeah. hear what Brian Kelly had to say.
1: Other than retiring from your current profession, could you see yourself leaving Notre Dame of your own volition?
2: Mm.
3: No, no. I mean, look, I think Mike Tomlin had the best line, right? You know, um, <laughs> unless, my boy, um, Mike. unless that, uh. That fairy godmother comes by with that, you know, $250 million check. I'd My wife would want to take a look at it first. I'd have to run it by her.
0: So, yeah, it's uh, coach speak. That, that's basically what it is. Like what – I mean, you're a coach on a podium and somebody asks you that. You, you're in a lose-lose situation, right? You say, I'm staying wow. – like, I'm staying, I'm staying, I'm staying, and you leave. All right, you're a liar. You say, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I mean, you're never going to say, all right, I'm out of here. Like, Right. Or, uh, even a no comment is a comment. Like, I'm not right. answering that question. Like, they're in that position where, like, they're in a, you know, literally can't win. So, yeah. I mean, it's always that angle and aspect of how you look at it. But at the same time, what, and I, I'm a, I'm going to give you an opportunity to speak, I've been talking a lot. But what yeah, i what yeah, I initially thought good. about with <laughs> what I initially thought about with all the uh well with these particular moves is you know how they always go back to players or players leaving early, especially all like right. for bowl games preparing for an NFL draft, preparing there you know for their career where they can actually you know make their living um and there were comments about you know it's hurting the game, players shouldn't be leaving early. They should be in it for the school and in, in it for their teammates. And then you see a situation like this where, or two big situations where these coaches left, you know, before a bowl game, even Notre Dame has a chance to make the college football playoff. And Brian Kelly's like, nah, bro, I'm, I'm out like now. Right. What do y'all think right. that says about the argument of college players leaving early or college versus college coaches leaving early? Mm.
2: Go ahead, Daniel. Go ahead, ahead Mister
3: Moore. Right, I, got, I got a tangent. I
2: don't want to. I don't want to hold you. Go yeah, man. Do your thing. <laughs> oh, you got a lot to say about that. Oh yeah, I got I got a lot of negative things to man,
3: say about that. Man, well, at first when you know the transfer portal came up and things like that, I was, I was against it big time. You know, because I was kind of that that fan that feels like you know you're at it for the school. We all love college sports because we feel like the kids are playing. You know, because they have pride in their school. You know, Mm -hmm. not for the money like the pros or it's just a job. You know, it's more you got some pride there. So you kind of expect the kids to hang around and fight through whatever they're going through for their school, you know. And then coaches, on the other hand, they were leaving whenever they wanted to leave. So at the end of the day, man, you just got to make it fair all around. I mean, at this point, especially the way the coaches are jumping ship and going, you know, leaving out of nowhere man, kids should be able to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. At this point now, I have absolutely no issue with it. Um, It sucks when it happens to my team, when kids hit that transfer portal. But at the same time, I know, you know, whatever Coach Oklahoma does decide to hire, he'll go get guys from the transfer portal. It's basically college free agency. Just Mm -hmm. like the head coaches, every year they have an option to leave, you know. Um, So I – I have no issue with it, man. I think it's I think it's fair now at this point. You know. So coaches get done dirty whenever players leave on them. The same way coaches do these kids dirty when they leave after telling a kid, you know, in front of his parents that he's gonna be there for <laughs> the next ten years and he's out after five, you know?
0: Or what so, they saying about Riley, uh what's the cornerback's coach saying he was oh, recru- man, recruiting recruiting for USC? Whole...
3: That's drama, man. It's kind of dirty, man. I got something to say about that, but I'll hold off on that. A little All right, bit. <laughs> we'll we'll come uh,
0: back to it. We'll come back to
3: it. I can't, I can't wait. Um, <laughs> for me, it's just
2: a matter of principle. It's one thing if I say as a coach, "Hey guys, I'm going to be here for X amount of years." Especially, you know, incoming freshmen or guys that you developed a relationship with. Typically, your your quarter your quarterbacks or those guys who are are cornerstone pieces to your to your dynasty, if you will. Now you tell me one thing, and then you go around and I see on the ESPN app that you didn't accept a job somewhere else and you leaving. That's, that's a sucker move to me. Now the interesting part is the media plays a role in it too, because there wouldn't be a coach. There would be, ter- there shouldn't be a coach terrified of public perception, but they know that the job, the media plays and that's to make a story. You're going to make a story. If a particular coach does one thing and/or says one thing and does another thing. So I get that. You got to play the game. I'm not knocking the man for, you know, choosing to increase his living standards by accepting a few more million because I do the same thing. I ain't, I ain't going to sit there and lie to you. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to smile as I, I write. Ain't that gonna <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to smile while I do it too. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it 100. It's going to be it's, the same person you get from day one is the same person you're going to get from the day 1,000. I'm going to tell you straight up. I'm here for the time being. Uh If there's something else that comes up, there's a different situation or a different opportunity. I'm going to take that, and I would respect and honor if you do the same thing. If there's something that you, another campus out there, or another school that you could play for that gives you a better opportunity to play a time, if you feel that I'm being afraid of you, do your thing. But what I'm not going to represent or what I'm not going to like is that that sucker stuff. Like that's like I, I didn't like that. That's the only the only thing I really didn't like about the situation because you, you again, a lot of the players, you know, they're very vocal. They're very 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 well respected in the community so when they come out and say stuff like whoa this is not the same stuff you told us last week so that's what I right. find an issue with but I ain't gonna knock the hustle because look money talks <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I'd be a fool to tell you that but I mean it's it's about time that the what the the scales have been balanced for the, the players allowing them even more freedom um you have plenty of them that are they're there at college they're trying to build tape this is a four or sometimes it's a three to four year job interview they're trying to make sure they have the best opportunity to turn professional and to do that some of them got to see the field and realistically if you got thousands of kids you know across the across the nation and there's only 11 starting spots on each side of the ball somebody's not going to touch the field and in the spirit right. of competition they might as well go somewhere and- else and get in where they fit in especially when you got coaches that are, you know, that are snakes sitting, sitting in their parents' room, eating their cookies and chicken and saying, yeah. yeah, you know, I'll be there for 10 years and you can, you have my word. Your son's in good hands. And they, mm-hmm. in two seasons. So, right. Yeah. yeah I, ain't, I ain't with that sucker stuff, but. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to hear what Sean got to say about the USC stuff too. Like I want to hear this. Like I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. Go ahead, uh, Sean. So, sorry, so, Mr. Moderator. so no, I was going to say for the leaders
0: that, that are the listeners that don't know, there was some rumors. I don't know how much legitimacy is to this story, and I'll let Sean go into it. But basically, after Lincoln Riley had accepted the USC position, y'all's cornerback coach, right, was recruiting. Yeah. Who's, what was the recruit?
3: Uh, the recruit was a cornerback. He lives out in California. I can't exactly think of, think of his name, but right now his two choices are USC and Michigan. Mm-hmm. And supposedly he went out on that recruiting trip, Roy Manning, the cornerback's coach. Uh, he wasn't one of the guys who traveled with Lincoln Riley to USC mm-hmm. immediately. Right. Um, but he's one of those guys who's always been with Alex Grinch. So I was, I've always had the idea that. And Alex oh, Grinch he's probably went with leave
0: too. With, uh, he went with Lincoln decent. Riley.
3: So I guess well, uh- when Bob <laughs> Stoops and DeMarco Murray went out on a recruiting visit, um, this Roy Manning was like either stepping outside or. Going to another bedroom and texting this recruit. And this recruit put on Twitter, you know, I appreciate Roy Manning for getting in touch with me, Blase Blase, you know, and um, from there it just blew up. It's like, <laughs> hold up. Roy Manning, you were just out there with Bob Stoops and them recruiting, you know, our safety out there in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, but you stepping outside texting this kid who isn't even considering Oklahoma. Right. So right Amazing. now there's a lot of things going on where. They're thinking like Riley knew about this, mm. so Oklahoma's compliance department, I guess, they're getting into it, and you know they're trying. Right now, a lot of feelings are hurt, man. Yeah, so for sure. They're yeah. gonna do Absolutely. whatever, whatever they can do to kind of stick it to Riley. Mm-hmm. If we can make USC yeah. lose five scholarships, they're gonna do it, you know. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm positive about that, which eh, it's a little petty, but at the same time, that kind of falls into. My whole theory, this kind of backtracking back to what we were talking about earlier, but about how, you know, which uh, Brian Kelly leaving or Lincoln Riley, Mm -hmm. like which was worse. Mm -hmm. I think they're kind of equal, man. And the only reason why I say that is because Brian Kelly, you know, he's leaving in the middle of his team. Mm -hmm. Maybe not, but really having a chance at the playoff. Yeah. One loss in the top four. I mean, they right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's dirty, man. And that's bad, you know, and it's like Lincoln Riley left. We're not in the conference championship. It's not as bad. No, let me tell you why it's that bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So man, I have a theory about this, man, and I'm really convinced we love theories. That this is we the love case. Theories. So anyway, rags on. Let's go. Hey, hey, let's go. Let's get into it, man. <laughs> so Riley, stinking Lincoln, as my boy Skip Baylor called it. <laughs> stinking Lincoln. Hey. So this guy's going to sit here and tell us that all this came to fruition in 8 hours. You know, when he left Oklahoma State game, that's when he talked to USC for the first time. He's never talked to any other football program. Man, come on, man. Right. This I'm I'm 100% convinced that this was in the works before the season even started mm. at OU. Okay? And the reason why I say this, man, is because a lot of, I'm sure all the listeners here who are Oklahoma fans will agree with me on this, man. The season just, the team did not look right, man. So, basically, what I'm getting at here is... It's not because we beat y'all, right? No, I'm not even saying that, man.
0: <laughs> I had to so, do it. You
3: right. know, right. Hey, I feel all you. Right. Hey, hey, I hope y'all win this weekend. I'm all we, Baylor Bears we, we, this weekend. We got
0: to because I'm in there.
3: Yeah. <laughs> all right, go so, ahead. Man, man. Better, so man, so basically <laughs> man, you have a team here that was predicted, you know, to at least go to the playoff and win a playoff game this year. Um right. this is no uh I'm not getting at you by saying this dame, but oh, do this best, was man. not this was not one of those Dallas Cowboys, hey, we're going to the Super Bowl. Like so they say every, every year. year, you know, <laughs> year the you know, this was it. one of those for real Oklahoma fans <laughs> that that watch. OU play, man. This was one of those years where, man, this was it. You know, we had Spencer Rattler coming back. He was hot. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a lot of players on defense coming back, a defense that was getting better every year. Offense, as good as Lincoln Riley has been, has gotten better every year. Um. And, you know, besides that Jalen Hurts year, but we know what Jalen Hurts is as a quarterback. But um, besides that, um, and just going into the season, man, you know, with the close games starting off with Tulane and the close games all year long. Okay, throughout those games, man, Lincoln's – I'm used to – you know, I watched every OU game since Lincoln's been there, before him also. But every game, Lincoln was great at making in-game adjustments. You know, Lincoln, he, he would always – especially I feel like he failed these guys this year because he was coaching with one foot out the door. Mm-hmm. And a mm-hmm. couple of those assistants were too that knew, you know. So a lot of those – if you watched any OU games, man, like with Spencer Rattler when he was playing, we're still dropping back, keeping him in the pocket. It took him three games to start rolling the guy out of the pocket to where he was making some plays, you know, and – um I just feel like he sabotaged them boys, man. When you watch even Caleb Williams, when he played this year, a lot of those plays, those highlight plays, they were all broken plays, crazy things, right? A lot of receivers couldn't get open. You're telling me a genius like Lincoln Riley cannot scheme these guys to get open. All of a sudden this year, they can't get open. They're getting covered all day, you know? And like I said, we having these close games and, you know, I'm one of those ridiculous OU fans, man. You know, one that has to be told, like, "Hey, the team doesn't care about you, bro." After they lose, you know, <laughs> I'm one. Of, I'm one of those fans. Yeah. You know, so, I witnessed it uh, for the
0: for the listeners uh, at the wedding a few weeks ago. It was Sean in the middle of our groomsmen room, surrounded by a bunch of Baylor fans during the Baylor OU man, game. So I was, he, hey, was he was tough. going through it that day. <laughs> so i made it
3: through my boy's wedding, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So man, so. You know, you have that, the season went that way. And like I was saying, even in like press conferences, man, including Alex Grinch, the defensive coordinator, Mm -hmm. they just looked like they weren't really into it, man. They weren't disappointed when the team was playing bad, like they have been in the past. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like a couple of those assistants that left with him, they also knew, oh, Lincoln Riley says they got on the plane with me without a contract. Man, please. Mm -hmm. And you're going to sit here and tell me that, that you're going to uproot your family with two young girls and your wife in eight hours and tell them, hey, we're moving to yeah, L.A.? Yeah, that,
0: that part is... It don't make sense. No, nah. you, You're going to tell me you such. didn't
3: have to take the wife to... Supposedly, from what I've uh, read, he went to California during the bye week, during OU's bye mm-hmm. week, Lincoln Riley did. Yeah, mm-hmm. you were out there showing your wifey the house. You know, we all <laughs> married, man. You can't move right. your wife and not nope. show her the house she's moving into. Nope. Right. You know, so... It was just, and then on top of that, you know, besides the season not going the way we all expected it to, the more dirty thing about this whole situation is that I feel like he's known about this for so long, about going to USC. I feel like these talks about it went on so long. And he's always recruited in the West Coast. But, man, Mm. he went hard in the West Coast for this 23 class. You know, and we had all them five stars, all of them from Los Angeles. Now, now all of them know, are
0: flipping to, to USC. Yeah, of
3: course they are. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that Lincoln walked into those houses and said, hey, I'm going to USC. But I think he knew that he was going to be there. And as soon as he gets there, hey, I'm already putting my foot in the door with these guys. I can get can to commit to OU. They'll definitely follow me when I come to their backyard. Yeah. You know, those are just some theories that might, might or might not be true. I, like, I but- like that
2: last one. I like that last one.
3: Yeah, man. I I mean, I just – the recruiting stuff. And then now you got this Roy Manning stuff on top of it where he's recruiting behind the back of OU staff who's at the house of this recruit. Like, come on, man. And that's the only – and, man, I respect Lincoln Riley. I I like the dude. He's a, you know, a very charming guy. You sit there and listen to him talk, you'll believe all them lies that he spilled all week. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You would. You wouldn't think twice about it. But, man – Hey, all I'm gonna say is good luck, USC. Uh, y'all gonna have a good offense, yeah. Hey, if I don't defense, if he gets it's gonna be
0: horrible, uh, yeah. I was gonna say he gets Oh, Alex Oh, <laughs> <Grish>, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> hey, Alex Rich ain't gonna fix nothing, man. Come on, man. That them boys they might do good in the Pac 12, they'll make a couple playoffs. But as soon as they get there, it's Mm -hmm. going to be OU versus Georgia. The right
0: time for him to go over there, too, because um, the Pac-12 is probably the least (laughs) least of the power five right now. Um,
1: Yeah. Well, them and
0: ACC, probably. But what you kind of said kind of intrigued me about, you say Lincoln Riley, he can, you know, get the players, like, make people believe anything he says. And I think that's like in this generation of high school athletes in general, like back in the day, I know we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast about how players like the, the mindset was more commit to the school, the program. And you see that a lot still, but we also see, and this goes, you know, with the transfer portal, like players are committing to coaches. Right. Right. Definitely. A coach gets fired. A coach, you know, leaves, goes to another school. We, how many transfers do we see off rip? Like, hey, we see those graphics. Um, after a long talk with my family, I've decided to decommit. My recruitment is 100% open, all that stuff. Like the little Apple like, notes, I,
2: little Apple man, note screenshot, I, right?
0: <laughs> and after, after Lincoln's, um, after Lincoln's moved to USC. That like I felt like I seen that from a bunch of y'all's recruits, Sean. Like the commitments were like dropping like flies, oh, like
3: like flies back to back to back to back to back to back. Yeah,
0: and then and then yeah. which we haven't even touched on, guys that were already at OU.
3: Yep, are leaving. Man.
0: Big yep. contributors to the squad, of course yep. we we assume right first Spen- and second
3: round picks. We, it's all it's, it's all offensive guys. Right, too, so that, exactly. That Good point. point. Red flag, We red flag. We, yeah.
0: we had assumed that Spencer Rattler was gone. Like yeah. we knew that once Caleb Williams took over, but you lost uh, Theo uh, Weiss. Theo Weiss. Um, yeah. Hazelwood, and St- mm-hmm. Stogner. Like yeah. guys that contribute, like if not 50%, 75% of the offense this year, besides what Kennedy right. Brooks has done in the backfield, right. that hurts. Like, right. so so for you, bro, as a fan of Oklahoma, is there a way, like, how do you see this playing out as far as, like, do you, does the, I'm, I'm not sure. what I know you know the roster more than I do. Like, how do you see guys that are currently on the roster being able to fill that? Or are you like, man, we gonna need some some players here, maybe when we get our new coach to fill in, recruits like what what what's the roster looking looking like right now at least on the offensive side
3: yeah yeah offensively man I and even marvin we'll okay. mims was
0: rumored too i don't know how real that right.
3: is he, he's considering transferring yeah. right now he's supposedly That's strongly changing. considering it yeah um but i think what he's what he's waiting on right now is to see if caleb what caleb williams is gonna do man it's all about him it's all and, about him. Any uh, Anybody that they bring in, if whether he's a defensive guy or offensive guy, mm-hmm. it's all about keeping Caleb at OU, man. Mm-hmm. The rest, you know, receivers, they can come a dime and a dozen in college football. You can find somebody. You just got to have a quarterback who can get them the football. Thanks. You know, and so as long as they keep Caleb Williams around and happy, I think we'll be okay offensively. Um, the defense, it's, man, it's, it's not even about the schemes or the players we have, man. It's the mentality. I, that's mm-hmm. why, you know, we've talked about it, but I want a defensive guy because I just want a team that's physical, man. Yeah. Lincoln Riley talks physicality and all this. Man, come on, man. <laughs> he you said it in his but, USC it, press conference. Yeah, yeah, and you don't do nothing but yell at refs. Like, you need to yell at two damn players.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You don't do nothing but yell at refs all day. You know, like, we tired. we got tired of seeing that this year, man, but – You know, back to what we were talking about with the offense, man. We're losing a couple receivers. Um, You know, OU usually spits – I mean, you know, grooms receivers like it's nothing constantly. Mm -hmm. So I know we got some young guys who could step up and play pretty well, like I said. And then the offense was so disappointing this year. But after everything that's happened, man, I don't even think it's the guys. I just – I think the scheme and what we were doing this year, the play calling, was so lazy. That's the word for it. That's what me – you know Rashad, but Mm -hmm. uh, we were talking about that. You know, he's a coach. He's a high school football coach, and he hates Oklahoma. He's always ragging on OU all the time. But even he said, man, yeah, the play calling this year just looked lazy. Like, it wasn't Lincoln. You know, it was like the same stuff over and over again.
1: Uninspired.
3: Yeah, you know, because like I said, he was coaching with one foot out the door. It's hard to do that, you know, especially a team that's trying to win a national title. You got to be all in, right? And so It's crazy. You know, I, I was just, still what
0: nine and zero going into the to the yeah, game. So yeah,
3: after winning all them crazy close games, you know. So I think the roster will be okay, man. Um I'm just nervous about who we bring in, but we'll see.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we'll see.
0: That's the other man. thing. Uh, I know. It could probably break while we we talking right now. Um yeah, I know, right? you've been looking at your phone like crazy all week, trying to
1: <laughs> see
0: who y'all gonna get. Uh, I think the best fit, and I, this is the guy you want, Sean, is Brent Venable. It's been there before, uh under Bob, when Bob Stoops was coached, now at Clemson is DC. Is that is that who you think is the best fit? And if y'all can't get Brent, who else is like up up next in your eyes? Man, I saw so, Matt Rule today. I was like, "Come on, I know you yeah, want no Matt Rule."
3: Yeah, so so, Brent Venables definitely number one on the list, man. Uh, big time. I, you know, to be honest, man, throughout the season, you know, and people close to me noticed, I was getting tired of Lincoln, man. So, like I said, when he left, I was kind of, I was a little shocked about it, but I wasn't mm-hmm. too upset, mm-hmm. you know, at the same time, and. uh, Man, Venables, that's the guy, that's the guy I want, man. I wanted him, you know, to replace Stoops back in the day just because of the fire he brings, man. And, you know, a lot of people try to say that, oh, OU fans ran him out of Oklahoma. That wasn't the case. You know, just to clear that up, what happened there was that's when Bob brought in Mike Stoops. And Mike Stoops was coaching on defense and they wanted, you know, Bob wanted Mike to be more involved in defense. So they wanted to make him co-defensive coordinators. Brett <laughs> Venables wasn't having that, yeah. you Ruffles know, so yeah, he wasn't having that. So he took off to Clemson, you know, there was no bad blood or anything like that. So Venables is definitely number one on my list. Cause I just think him defensively, he could bring it. Guys will believe in him defensively so we can get some guys, especially, Heading to the SEC, which I'm yeah. not exactly so confident about as I was six yeah. months ago, you know, or whatever that was. But um, yeah, man, Venable's—he just good defensive mind, and I think you know a lot of offensive coordinators probably want to come to OU right now, knowing that the quarterback that's there, mm-hmm. you know, because that could uplift them to a if, head coaching job, right? Yep. If y'all you know, go that know. route
0: with 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 Brent, and he brings in a nice OC that Caleb. Like, sees that okay, I can flourish in this system, then right, I think, I think right. y'all could pick up, right, you know, kind of where you left off a last year, a yeah. little bit, yeah. Um, it's definitely gonna be tough yeah. whenever y'all decide to make that jump to the SEC, which a lot of people thought Lincoln wasn't on board with that, but you know, he came out and said he was on board, but you know, you never know, like, he's right, that's not he's something not gonna... he's gonna come out and say, like, no, yeah. I wasn't on board with this, but yeah. you never know what's going on behind behind closed yeah. doors.
3: Um, like, uh, just not to get off track here, but yeah. like just jumping on that point, um, another thing that kind of came out in the background about why Lincoln Riley left, he had a lot of issues with the compliance department at Oklahoma.
1: Mm.
3: Um, he said that they were a little strict with, like, weightlifting time, practice time, uh, things like that, that they would be, you know, sitting in the weight room watching the guys mm-hmm. work out. Oh, two hours is up. They got to go, mm-hmm. you know, and in the SEC, they don't really have that, you know, in these other conferences, they don't really have that. So he felt like, you know, that he couldn't really gain a ground on these SEC teams, get his guys to where they need to be because compliance was kind of standing in the way mm-hmm. of that. I heard that that was a reason why Lincoln kind of, fell off on OU, you know, and, um, but to get back to what we were talking about, man, Matt Rule, I (laughs) mean, nah, man, I don't want that guy, man, Uh, I mean, I mean, I know he's a good coach, man, and the kids play hard for him, supposedly, all his players love him dearly, Um, but from what I heard, he's not exactly the best recruiter. Yeah, you know, um, he got a
0: lot of help when he was at Baylor. He when he first got to Baylor, he did the smart thing and hired a bunch of Texas coaches, high school okay. coaches, like Joey okay. McGuire, who just got hired at Texas Tech. Yep. he yep. was Cedar Hills High School coach.
3: Yeah, you know? Joey was a guy. If he wouldn't have went to Tech, I think he would be a prime candidate right now mm-hmm. for the OU job because OU was trying to bring him on last year. I remember. yeah and uh so if he wouldn't have went to tech so fast like that he probably would be at oklahoma right now really to be honest because they love that guy right i know he's a texas high school football legend or something like that right he's yeah Yeah. he's in the i think he just
0: he just got inducted into uh the hall of texas i think texas high school sports hall of fame something like that um but yeah when matt rule got to baylor he did the smart thing he's not from texas he's the east coast the cat so he hired a bunch of texas coaches yeah. you know to help with the recruiting part and that that played off but honestly he he had his obviously as you see now he's in the nfl he had his dream of being an nfl coach and right. so even if he came back to college i think man when is he gonna want that back like
3: yeah so i don't yeah i don't
0: really yeah. you know trust that he would be committed to a program for uh yeah. for the like long haul so
3: yeah, yeah but, but twenty twenty and Dusty.
0: Yeah, there we go. Thanks, Dane.
3: Yeah, but besides besides Rule, man, the only other guy besides Rule and Venable's, because we're hearing those names a lot, the guy that I would like to take that I think will be a you know a swing for the fences will be Dan Lanning, Georgia's oh, yeah. defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. He's a young guy. I mean, he's well, I think he's thirty five. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's about the time Lincoln started at OU. So he's a a young guy, man. He's energetic. He's Supposedly, Kirby says he runs a defense that Kirby Smart claims he doesn't have his hand in it like that. (laughs) But, I mean, of course he's going to say that for his guy to make him look a little better. But, I mean, he's coached one of the best defenses in football the last three, four years. I mean, he's young. He's energetic. You know the kids want to relate to somebody who's a little younger. And that's why I'm not a fan of bringing Bob tooth back. Love the guy. Legend. Hey, he came in but, hard for y'all, though. He'll do anything he for Oklahoma. He'll he literally die he for Oklahoma, bro. Yeah, for real. <laughs> for real. But, yeah, man, that's about yeah. it with the coaching candidates for me that I could see OU bringing in. Yeah. Um, if they do anything else, man, i will probably be on suicide watch. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: it's
3: tough. Like,
0: I mean, I, it, Brent seems like the clear-cut guy because he's been there um he loves the program the defensive mm-hmm. aspect that you you know want is just yeah. i think the key maybe they're trying to see that too at oklahoma is who are you bringing on the offensive side that we could keep our um, most prized right. possessions right of right. what we have left
3: i think that's what's slowing a lot of this down too because they want to see if they can make that connection with they bringing a head coach they can get a yes from an offensive mm-hmm. coordinator out there before they bring him on. Right. You know, because that's it. Really, man, it's all about Caleb at this point. Right. That's what they're doing. You know, it's all about him. And I mean, I just, I hope they bring in the right person because we lose Caleb, boy. Right. We might Ooh, not win man. three games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you.
0: I had, I put out a tweet and I, y'all probably seen it about, the, the coaching carousel this year and how it's been. It looks just like how we used to play the NCAA 14 game. Like we still play a little bit, but like the coaching carousel is spinning. It's spinning. It's spinning. Of course, we saw Lincoln go. We saw Brian Kelly go. Um, but I'm looking at these lists of of college programs and new coaches. Virginia Tech just hired a new coach, uh, Penn State defensive coordinator, Brent Pry. Yep. LSU, of course, got Brian Kelly. So Notre Dame's job is open, which could be uh, Luke Fickle, who was there before. It could be uh, Marcus Freeman, who's there now, the young mm-hmm. uh, black defensive coordinator, who I would love to you know step up and get that job.
2: Give the opportunity. Um, but
0: yeah. right, and then we had yeah. big name jobs open. Washington got filled. The TCU job got filled. Like I don't Sonny think I've Dykes. ever yeah Dikes. Uh, Billy Napier went to Florida. I don't think I've ever seen at, at this particular, you know, one particular offseason where um all these coaches or all these big name programs had openings. And yeah. my question to both of you is what out of the hirings we've seen so far what is what do you guys see as the best fit um like match between player or excuse me coach and team? I got one at the top of my
3: head. Go ahead, Dang.
2: Mm.
1: Uh,
2: You know what? I I said this before a few podcasts ago, but I said hmm. the most coveted job in my opinion would be that USC job only because there hasn't been there hasn't been anyone consistent in that conference. We haven't seen it in a while. And with the push towards or the continued push of dominance that we see in the sec there's got to be somebody else to see the silver lining you know i probably won't be able to win here but what i could do is take over an entire conference the best way to do that is to go where you see central movement of we think about the size of california and the proximity of recruits that go from northern california Mm -hmm. southern california central even in parts of washington that trek all the way down to usc so Mm -hmm. in my opinion Although I, I hate the move, the, the sucker shit move that he pulled, yeah, the Lincoln the Lincoln Riley move to USC is probably going to benefit whoever is going to be lined or one, if not eleven, of those guys that are lining up on offense because we saw what he's capable of when he was at OU. It's yeah, I don't, I think maybe ten or fifteen years from now we can look back at, at this particular moment and see just how impressive it was not only to build such an offense to to fit the needs of one Heisman winning quarterback but then a second one but to, to see hmm. that in so in in such a short period of time and then make Jalen Hurts look serviceable now I'm not going to speak he, to what he is right now but him <laughs> getting into the second round and seeing how he's playing right now that's all Lincoln Riley like let's, right. let's, oh, let's without, a with without a doubt
3: so, without a doubt
2: exactly cuz we saw what he looked like at Bama and even you know yeah. boy got his boy got his spot took. let's just be real about that but <laughs> for him to make you know hand that guy the ingredients that he did and him to make you know a beautiful uh full course meal was impressive so I don't think yeah with the opportunity he's gonna have with the amount of recruits that he's going to get in california because let's be real that where else are they gonna go yeah. um yeah and i hate to say i mean off the top of my head offensively that's that's probably where it's gonna be at
0: i'm a i'm a I like that answer, Dane. I like how you broke it down. I'm gonna go with I'ma go with even though the jokes were flying oh, on social media when this guy was hired. <laughs> I'm gonna, Don't
2: you do it.
0: I'm I'm this going with Brian that. Kelly. Oh,
2: oh wow. Really? wow! and I'm gonna tell
0: y'all why. I'ma tell y'all why. Okay. A lot we know how Brian Kelly is as a person, right? He's dry, he's True. A to boy. the point kind of guy. <laughs> and when we look at LSU and what they came from with Ed Orgeron, you know, go Tigers and, you know, rah-rah kind of guy, right? Okay, hear yeah. me out. Brian <laughs> Kelly Brian Kelly got to the highest he thought he could with Notre Dame, right, which is, you know, on the brink of a national championship uh Shut in the playoffs down. a couple years, right? Jumping. And now if we think of Notre Dame, a prestigious religious school, um, Strict academic, you know, you gotta be smart. You gotta be way up here to get in Notre Dame. You know what I'm saying, right? And And
2: yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, you could convince eighty some odd horny ass teenagers to come to your school and be like, hey, got by the way, no sex until you leave. Like,
0: wait a minute, wait, is that a Notre Dame thing
3: too,
2: or is that just
0: I I thought it was just BYU. (laughs) Oh no, sir, I think (laughs) that.
3: I thought it's a Mormon thing, ain't it? It's it, one Mormon of the things BYU?
2: that I, I've looked the story up and I'll send it to you guys afterwards. But there was a, a he's currently in NFL now, I can't remember who it was. Oh, no, place for the Bills. Uh, can't remember his name, Speed Guy. Um, they're trying to get him to come to, to Notre Dame, and one of the last things they told him was, like, Oh, yeah, and we have a package, a contract essentially that you can't have sex, you know, no sexual intercourse. Or oh, no he was sex like, sex. hell no. And he was like, what? And like a week later, he, you know, announced <laughs> it. He decommitted and announced his commitment somewhere else. So, uh, that's it's, it's around, yeah, it's, it's... I, well, I have to look <laughs> that up. Let, let me find that story right but, now.
0: So, yeah. So, uh, Brian Kelly had brought Notre Dame to where he thought, you know, they, the ceiling was met. And so Notre Dame, they've known for their strict academic, Guidelines and all that, all -hmm. that, and you know they still get great athletes, right? Or Brian Kelly has got the most out of these athletes. Now, if you take what Brian Kelly has done at Notre Dame and you take that to LSU, you know LSU we don't they don't have those strict academic you know type of things. You're you're recruiting the recruiting bed of Louisiana, Texas, like where all the top recruits can come from, and. You got all the resources that you want at LSU. I think that would be a match where Brian Kelly can, you know, push these guys back to where they were a few years ago. I'm not saying it's going to happen in two years. I'm not going to say it's Mm -hmm. happening in three years, but I think that he will have those guys back at the top of the SEC against the Bamas and the Georgias in the next three or four years, because he'll get those athletes, um, that he couldn't get at Notre Dame um, and putting them in the scheme he wants to put them in um, I think he can get those guys uh, essentially to where they want to be you found that tweet quick
2: Isaiah McKenzie
0: (laughs) (laughs) he was an ex-Bronco oh okay
2: Wow, (laughs) it's a real deal no (laughs) shit no premarital uh, activities
3: wow that's crazy I did not know that I did not know that about Notre (laughs) Dame wow (laughs) <laughs> Isaiah
0: McKenzie, he committed from Notre Dame because a coach told him he couldn't have sex. Wow. Yeah, yeah y'all could so, uh, y'all could Google this uh, for you, listeners you can, and watchers. I had thought to a,
2: any man that can convince ninety or so horny ass teenagers to commit. Hey, that's to not a, having that's sex definitely recruiting.
0: Uh, at its finest, like if you so, convince, if they ain't,
2: look, if he ain't got to worry about that in Louisiana, bro, yeah. <laughs> he might have a number yeah. of recruit class in like three years. Yeah. So no, I I, mean, I
3: agree with you though, bud. That's yeah. a good way to look at it. Brian Kelly definitely did his thing at Notre Dame, and he's gonna have all the resources in the world right. down there at LSU. Oh,
2: yeah. another thing too. Pretty much, I think the last three or four coaches that have made it to LSU, they've gotten a national title within the oh yeah, years. yeah. So mm-hmm. that's also that speaks to the level of talent there, and it speaks to the culture there because. One thing: if the coach ain't gonna get you there, if, or if the coach isn't gonna motivate you, the, the culture there is going to do it. Yeah. Otherwise, right. all, all that oil money—they're gonna find somebody else to replace your ass. So, yeah. <laughs> Dang, I
0: know you saw this tweet uh from uh my boy Elliot Coffee from Baylor. From Baylor. Oh, here it is—the one goes. about uh, the, Baylor, the Baylor plug. The Brian, <laughs> yeah, nice. the Brian Kelly. Uh, video I sent you? Are you talking about when he eats the Recruit's Mom's gumbo <laughs> for the first time? Did you see that show? Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, what
3: that, uh, when yeah, that was, was yeah, on uh, Hot One
2: <laughs> Oh
1: shoot.
2: Yeah. My head. Damn, my head
0: <laughs> that was funny, man. That's what I'm saying. The jokes were flying. They were
2: flying, man. But I'm like, because it just it I just was, didn't it's, it did like it didn't add up. Like, right?
0: No, yeah. LSU I, I and mean, Brian Kelly. Nobody would have thought that pairing would would make sense. Like, no. if you know, like how LSU is and who they had previously with it, uh, yeah. it's like, like, But like Nick Saban was at LSU and he wasn't really a rah rah kind of guy. We know how Nick guy. Saban is. Yeah. Running
2: into Bill Belichick at a strip club in Miami in the middle of the day, like that's like, that's
3: what yeah. kind of that's, <laughs> that's what kind of <laughs> a massage, a massage parlor. <laughs> Facts, probably. We,
0: I'm trying to get us banned from. <laughs> but...
2: You have us, anyway. have them fan bases coming at us, crazy. Facts.
0: Uh, so last night, guys, the final college football playoff rankings came out. Before the uh, selection show on Sunday, top 10, Georgia, Michigan jumps to number two after the big win over Ohio State. Sorry, Dane. Alabama Uh, at three. It it came to play. We
2: didn't. (laughs) Cincinnati at
0: four. Oklahoma State five. Notre Dame six. Ohio State seven. Ole Miss eight. Baylor nine. Oregon ten. So basically it was the same as last week except the uh, Michigan-Ohio State kind of flipped I think Michigan was mm-hmm. at six last week, and you guys were at two. Ohio State, and then Baylor and Ole Miss flipped at eight nine, which I don't understand, but whatever. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> tell us how you feel, like,
0: Oh, I'll tell you how I feel. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going through every little scenario. Like, man, how can we somehow? I was ask. I was you hey, ask. you know, I've been going through the scenario. It. Yeah, All right, I so know it. here's the scenario, guys. We beat <laughs> Oklahoma State right on Saturday. Oh, do that one we last. Need, do that one we last. Need... Get that
2: prediction last. I need mean, everything. Okay. Everybody else do their job only for y'all to come up short just so we can rub I it. Know. In. But... Well,
0: we play first. So we oh, play man, early right, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. You know how the big Twelve championship is, Sean, them eleven yeah. <laughs> yeah. No respect. <laughs> hey, hey, you ain't gotta worry about that in the <laughs> SEC, bro. Y'all... Yeah, I know. I'm tired
3: Prim-time of it. Prime time slots. Know. Can't even get a couple beers in without thinking nah, I'm an alcoholic. But, hey, Eleven a.m. Exactly, kickoff, man. bro. That's what I'm
0: saying. Like we trying to plan All how right. we gonna how we gonna do this Big Twelve uh, pregame, and I'm like, man, we about to be because I know last two years ago, Sean, we were out of there like at a
1: what? <laughs> <My> kickoff. <laughs> what
0: by kickoff we were out of there, but um, we need Houston to beat Cincinnati. I need Mark. Mark's brother, Marcus Jones, to go go crazy on Cincinnati. Go
3: crazy. Okay.
0: Uh, we need Michigan to lose to Iowa. That's probably the one that's not going to happen because Big Ten I mean, championships. Put, they,
3: they inside might, they on turf, man. Out, man. I think Michigan's just... offense is so bad. Yeah. Man. So bad at Iowa. Predictable, yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah. we would need that upset, and huh. we need Georgia to knock Bama out of the top four, man. So I think with two laws, I think with two losses, Bama is out of the top four, but we know how the playoff feels about the SEC, or the committee feels about the SEC. Yeah, uh, but if
3: y'all win, a, if y'all got a conference championship on y'all's belt, y'all trump uh, Notre
0: Dame, I, that's what I'm thinking.
3: Y'all trump a yeah. uh, two-loss Bama Notre Dame. Yeah.
0: Notre Dame I mean, without you know, a coach, Notre Dame yeah, without a yeah. top 25 win. Yeah. Like, our resume is better. We just have that ugly-ass loss to TCU, which I still cannot describe.
3: Yeah, it which was, is crazy. Crazy. Uh, Can you check. imagine where y'all would be right now if y'all would have won that? We, we'd be six, right five, under Oklahoma bro. State. Yeah, because we lost yeah. to Oklahoma State. Five. We'd be yep. six, bro. Yeah. Anyway, Man. ah, that's,
0: that's going to come back to haunt us. I already know it. But um, let's get into the the actual picks for for this weekend championship game picks. Uh, we got the ACC between number fifteen Pittsburgh, number sixteen Wake Forest. Big Ten Championship, like we said, between Michigan and Iowa. Pac-12 between Mm -hmm. Oregon and Utah. SEC Championship between Georgia and Bama. Big 12, Oklahoma State and Baylor. The American Conference Championship, a.k.a the future Big 12 between Cincinnati and Houston. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I think the Big 12 needs to hire me. I'm just throwing Big 12 out of there. Uh, Conference USA Championship, UTSA versus Western Kentucky. The MAC, Northern Illinois versus Kent State. Mid, uh, the Mountain West, San Diego State versus Utah State. And Sun Belt, Louisiana versus Appalachian State. ACC title game, Pittsburgh, Wake Forest. I'm rolling with uh, Kenny Kenny Pickett in pittsburgh
2: man oh kenny yes picking with the flu game yeah, yeah i got that going oh here. is he he got the flu right now flu like symptoms is what the the word on the screen is but my boy kenny picky he gonna ball out yeah he gonna ball gonna out. This, is, this is flu game Definitely. this is this is his uh top 50, flu game kenny a potential yeah flu game kenny potential top 15 pick tape right here this is what it's
0: yeah. gonna be uh, another thing i didn't put in the notes who, who y'all got for Heisman, man like this Heisman race is kind of weird. Man, it's
3: weird, oh, it's man. It's strange, bro. Hey, strange. I don't know. I don't even I know. Almost,
0: like, you could pick, like, five guys and be like, eh, I can see him winning it. You know, it's usually not yeah, like that. Yeah,
3: I want to like defend him to win,
2: but I ain't going to do that. Unfortunately.
3: Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, uh, old boy, uh, Mark's brother, Marcus Jones from Houston, he should at least be getting some talk, yeah. some consideration. I know he plays at Houston, man. But every mm-hmm. time they throw it that boy's way or kick it his way, yeah. a play's crime. made. Every Electric time, crime. man. So it's like this guy's not up for high man. Right. Like, come on now, especially and with this field that power, we have to pick from this year.
0: power five he'd definitely be up there, bro. Yeah. If he was. If he a, was well mm-hmm. unfortunately I hate to put it like that, but that's just how they feel like how they see it
1: though. But
3: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going with Pittsburgh and Kenny Pickett, man. Hopefully, he's a future Steeler. <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> hey, right in the backyard. I mean, I mean it's right the quarterback. there, yep. yep, He already used to playing in the stadium. Just bring him all man. home. Yeah. Man. he's on record uh, right
0: now. Yep. Big 10, Big 10, record, 10 Michigan, Iowa. I'm going, I'm going Michigan, man. I just think, though, I think this one will actually be a blowout. I think they're playing, they're playing, I think if it was outdoors, I think it would tend more to like in the elements Iowa being that kind of nasty defense that mm-hmm. they are, but I think Michigan is going to be riding high off that Ohio State win, and I don't think it'll be
3: close. I got Michigan. Mm. Yeah, man, mm. Michigan's Michigan's rolling right now. Uh, they they're physical. Iowa's physical, but they're more talented. Yeah. You know, they got the better players, and like you said, they're playing on turf. And yeah, Michigan big. That's uh, that's easy for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Going I against mean, the Green. My heart wanted to, obviously <laughs> for, for obvious reasons, but <clears throat> they're not gonna have I don't think they're gonna have any um any answers for those defensive ends. Um you got Aiden Hutchinson who's probably teetering top five pick. And he disrupt. Uh, he's powerful as hell. Like I don't know if y'all seen a lot of it, but I seen I a population his game up of his for, for the Heisman his, too. Yeah, that's yeah. what I saying. I would like a defender to win it, but they're not gonna. I mean, they didn't give it to freaking Aaron Donald back in the day when he was causing havoc at Pitt. They definitely and, and or Dominique If they didn't give yeah. it to the yeah. If they didn't give it to him, like it's not happening this year. But I, yeah. I, I, I would love to see it. I would love to see it. But um, I'm a. um I mean. I'm gonna go with scum on this one. Scum is I got scum taking this one uh, over over
0: there. <laughs> Packed to a championship on Friday night. I just see those that's a Friday night game. Oregon in Utah rematch from a few weeks ago where Utah got blowed upset, out upset blew them the boys, doors off of
3: them boys, blew them mm-hmm. doors.
0: Uh man. I think I think Utah has been rolling ever since they benched Charlie Brewer. Which man, that man needs to just go home and sell insurance or something. Uh, oh, Sean, actually, did you see the rumor where he visited Norman? What? I don't know
2: how. I don't know how true man, that is. Somebody said maybe it was a joke. Maybe it was a joke. Okay. No, I, what, I saw
3: that a too. Court? Yeah, somebody was trolling. You saw that too, Dane?
2: No, I definitely saw that too. It was one Let's of see. them. One of them play on humor, not jokes, okay. but it was like it was, you know, you know the those type. Oh, of, like type one of those
3: joking memes, like I saw earlier today of Jason Garrett and OU gear. <laughs> <Black guy. laughs> I said, man, come on, man. Yeah.
0: I don't need that. I don't need that clapping. Girl. I know. Hey, yeah, Oklahoma's been the butt of jokes man. this week, man. It's man, for real. I, I know. What's crazy, though, like, y'all haven't had a co- coaching search in, like, 25 years. So, oh, to see, oh, like, man. not only, like, your reaction, but fans that I've seen on Twitter. Like, I got another buddy that listens to the pod. He's an Oklahoma fan. He was just like, man. he But he wanted Brent Venables, too, like you said. But, like, he was just so in a titsy, like, like they never experience y'all never experienced this unless you like an right, old time OU right, fan. So right, right, it's definitely right. an interesting position to be in. But back to the pick, man. I, I, I think I'm gonna roll with Oregon, man. Um ooh, I ooh. think yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Oregon. Utah's been rolling, but I'm gonna go with the uh the man, this the, this is the rematch kind of vibe. Yeah. Like they're gonna be they're be ready to ball. I, I got I got Anthony Brown in the Ducks. Mm.
3: Yeah, man, I don't uh I don't really believe in Anthony Brown. To me, he looked good in that Ohio State game, and fell off. Just been eh the yeah. rest of the year. So, uh, and we'll and like you has, said, Utah's bro. rolling. I think they keep rolling in this one, man. I'm going with Utah.
2: Yeah, in the spirit of uh, a second doses of revenge, since my Buckeyes couldn't get the job done, uh, they they came in there and waxed us. So I, I ain't got nothing but hate for them boys. So. I'm going yeah. with the Utes. Got a, <laughs> got a rep for my boy Jaquin and Jackson from Duncanville High.
3: So oh, hopefully, yeah. he sees, yeah, hopefully he yeah. sees some
2: sort of burn in the last few minutes yeah, of the game when they, they're blowing them
3: cheeks out. So. Utah, Utah <laughs> got an OU transfer too this year. One Ooh. of their running backs. Uh, pleasure, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember TJ. Oh, yeah. Well, they got two of them technically, but the other one don't play much. Uh-oh, but, my yeah. bad.
0: SEC Championship.
3: Ooh. Georgia.
0: Bama, Georgia and Bama, Georgia. They have coasted through the season. Like not to say that they haven't played anybody. I mean, they play in the Mm -hmm. sec, which arguably the best conference in football, but they haven't had any trouble with, you know, any opponent that they had thus far. I think Bama, we have seen Bama this year play a lot of close games. Obviously they lost, uh, to A and M, I believe, right? The yeah. One lost to A&M? yeah, it was A Um they almost lost last week to Auburn in the uh, Iron Bowl, which rivalry game you can always chalk that up to, you know, rivalry always or the, your rival always stepping up to the competition. Um but I think as much as the jokes fly about Georgia sports in general, um <laughs> I think I think this this defense is an historic defense, they've Played incredibly well, like beyond well. And I think that yeah. continues uh, in this game. Um, I, I got Georgia, and I got it like a 10-point game. I think Bam will put up a fight. But I, I think Georgia Ooh. wins comfortably. I got Georgia winning this one.
3: Give us a oh. final score, bud.
0: Final score? Okay. Uh, Shoot. Oh, let's go. Let's go 31. I said 10 points, didn't I?
2: Uh-huh, that, that Georgia Actually,
0: defense has not given up that many points. I, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, I got to tread lightly. Okay. Mm-hmm. I go 31 21. Georgia. Mm. Mm.
3: Yeah, I could see that. that
0: I go 31 21.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm.
3: yeah, man. I, I I, agree with you here, man. That Georgia defense is crazy. Yeah. I mean, them boys are insane. Jordan Davis in the gang. man. Mm-hmm. They're. It shut Jordan down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the
2: down. I think I'm going to fall to pick 32. <clears throat> <laughs> 32? The Broncos? <laughs> it's a joke, man. It's a
3: joke. Hell no. Yeah, the- man, but yeah, that 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 Georgia defense, man, I think they come to play in this one. And, you know, Bama already can't run the football mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. I think they're running back. I don't know if he's playing Robinson. I'm not exactly sure on that. I know he got hurt in the game against Auburn last week, but they already struggle to run the ball, man. They, them pass rushers are going to pin their ears back and go at the Bryce Young, man. I got Georgia 28-10. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I would love to see.
2: First of all, we're going to get a good-ass game. Um, we have two Titans. Well, correction. I have a little Titan and a big Titan. Uh, i let you decide which one is which. But <laughs> I think based on what we've seen from Georgia, I think, what the most someone scored on was it seventeen points this season? Seventeen points, something like that. Yeah, something uh, like I'm that. About to look it up. It's super. They, the defense has been balling. Something ridiculous. It's some, some amazing, but um,
0: yeah. Uh, I'm looking uh, 13, 17. Yeah, Tennessee. They gave okay. up seventeen to Tennessee. Okay, so. That's wild, bro.
2: And that's, that's a good considered...
3: offense in real, man.
2: Yep. Yeah, man. So, I don't know. But the defense obviously is going to be the anchor um, with uh, hopefully soon to be Dallas Cowboys helpful
3: uh,
0: Their closest win was Kentucky, 30-13. to 13. That's oh. a 17-point win.
3: If you want to call it yeah. close. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> if you want to call it close. <laughs>
0: They just uh, anyway, but
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, I would love to say Bama, but I'm leaning towards I would I'm leaning towards Georgia and the squad they got with you know mm-hmm. Walker and Dean and Davis of course. So, I'm going you know, what? no, nah, I'm going to go with Bama three points field goal just because Dane. Just, just just because, because just <laughs> because now that would cause some Now,
0: Bama wins this if Bama wins this game, close. Mm-hmm. Georgia is still in the playoff,
2: man. Without a doubt. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, yes. Drop right, off. we yeah. all agree on that. Georgia still in the yeah. playoff. Bama, yeah. of
0: course, would be in the playoff. Rematch, Depending yeah. on how everything else shakes up, Um I don't know, man. That that be that be insane. I think they. I, I if if Bama beats Georgia, I think they go to where do they go? Two. You're right, Dan. It could be two, three, yeah, two, four. We I don't know.
2: They, we, yeah. I think we would definitely see a rematch. It might, Either it'd be. Well, I don't be, think the committee
0: would put them in a semifinal together. say
2: right here, to bro. go back to back, right here, bro. You gotta think when they with can this, get it right
0: in, a, in a natty, a natty like you they gotta did think that with one year. This
2: right here, got to think about the money, the, the we'll money and the advertising. Boy.
3: That's that's all. But it's all FCC about SEC will be too happy if that happens. Oh yeah, man. I ain't gonna lie. But, Yeah, Dude. for the sake of chaos, Bama, Bama
2: by three. For the sake of chaos. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm going with. You. Okay, <laughs> well, I want well chaos. let's let's give
0: get even more chaotic. Ooh. Big 12 championship. You know who I'm rolling Ooh. with. You know who I'm rolling with. Is that even a question, brother? <laughs> Is that even a question? Where are we going? Sickle baby. Sickle baby. Okay, I will say this. Boy, Let me boy. get serious. I
2: hope they win. You
0: better Let me them. get serious. <laughs> okay, we lost. We lost to Oklahoma State in um, week. Let me look to make sure I'm right. It was week. It was week. <laughs> it was weak, very, very weak. It was week um, week five, twenty four fourteen. A lot of huh. opportunities to win that game. Some I don't like. Spencer Sanders gave us the ball three times. You know when? And I, Sean and I talk about this a lot. Even when y'all play Oklahoma State, yeah, he's gonna give you the ball. Yeah, you just gotta
3: capitalize off that. And he did it you against get, OU.
0: Exactly. If you can capitalize off the gifts that Spencer Sanders give to you, you will win the game. And I think what it'll come down to, if Baylor can do that, one, two, who plays quarterback for us. I think Gary Bohan is trying to come back from this hamstring, and those are tricky. And so I don't know if I would trust him at 80% even, but I think he would be better than uh I don't know if y'all really got to see the other guy that looks just like Charlie Brewer, which is crazy. Yeah, but Blake Shapin. Um he 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 can kind of rip it though, but I think he's too gunslingy with it. And Oklahoma State's defense is is pretty damn good. And so I feel yeah. like he may try to force it in big moments if he plays compared to Gary. Kinda, you know, I feel like he's more seasoned obviously this year. So if Gary plays, I think we win a close one. If Blake Shapin oh, plays, I think we lose. I'm gonna say Gary plays, so I think we win. How about that Mm. chaos? Hmm.
3: Okay, man. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm 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 on the same page as you with that. Mm But if Gary plays, I think Baylor wins this game. Um, Oklahoma State. I mean, OU score showed last week that you can score on them boys. You can run it on them. You know, I try to say you can't run it on. Kenny Brooks went off for one thirty. Yeah. We know Baylor can run the football, so mm-hmm. y'all can break a couple runs on them boys. Yeah, that's the and, this
0: matchup is the number one and <clears> two <throat> offense and defensive run games in the in the Big Twelve, so that's crazy. Oh yeah, see, mm-hmm. yep, exactly. So and we battle of strengths.
3: But man, as actually, I don't care what quarterback plays, man. I'm going Baylor. Yeah. Sick em. I'm going the, Baylor, baby. Sick'em Bears. Yeah, All right, let's Dan, go let's go Bears. It.
2: I'm a man of chaos, so I'm going with the Baylor Bears, Deontay. Hey, we all picked it. Bears. Sweet. That means we're
0: going to lose, y'all. We all picking <laughs> You know, On like college game day and, you know, the pick em shows, they always mm. do the screenshot and then the team. Yeah. Oh, Halftime,
3: 43-0. Yeah. <laughs> I be hoping they don't all pick my team. Please, man. Come on, man. Right. The, uh course, I'll put the hat on. Man, don't follow yep. you, man. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. He did. He. Hey, he did that last week, didn't he, Dang? He he put on that buckeye. That buckeye. Oh, head. I missed the pick last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he put on that buckeye head
2: last week. Dang, he was overconfident. I know I, I was. I know I was yeah. overconfident. I just knew we was about to bag them fools. No, y'all.
3: Well, y'all, been well, y'all coming off a big for win forever. too.
2: Yeah. Just smashed me, too. Yeah, no, man. It's just, it's just the way things happen, but they came to play. We didn't, but that's not a, we're not talking mm-hmm. about us right now. The Ohio State, yeah. we're talking right? On um,
0: Baylor, Bears. everybody is on Baylor. Let's go, sick em. Uh, yeah. the next game American Conference Championship, number four, Cincinnati, who has that perfect record putting it on the line the last time before their potential playoff berth against number 21 Houston, who only has one loss. Without looking, guys, do y'all know who's Houston who Houston lost to this year? Yeah, I it?
2: do. It's
0: a Big 12 team. Mm-hmm. Now I'm drawing a blank. Texas Tech, man. Isn't that crazy? Oh. They lost to Tech. Yeah. That was week by, one. All right. Yeah. It? By 17, it was like a blowout. I'm like, oh yeah. wow. I guess crazy how things change so often, but uh, Houston, Houston, Cincinnati, man, and they play their conference championships at the home team's place. Correct, or am I tripping? All right, the, I'm the not exactly
3: high... sure. I don't know
0: where they play their games at. Um, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not
2: exactly sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't exactly tune into those. But I, need... Yeah, <laughs> sure. no I disrespect. Think... let
0: me see. Um... You'll never on. To do so, players. I, I I believe this game is being played in Cincinnati. But I don't know if that changes my pick anyway. I, I think I think it'll be a close one. Um, it seems like Cincinnati will be that team that can finally break through. All year they've been felt like they were <laughs> disrespected. Um, yeah. All year they felt like why we are in the playoff, why we are in the playoff. I think they – they they finished the job that they started out or set out to do, and I think they beat Houston in a close one. Mm-hmm. Um, now we know who they could potentially be set up with in that first game, so we we're not gonna go that far. But I think they get the playoff. Yeah. I think they be I think they beat Houston on 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 Friday night or is that, no that game's on Saturday after the big that game's game on Saturday. Yeah,
3: yeah, mm. yeah man. Uh, I'm going with Cincinnati on this, man. Uh, I don't think that they that they let this opportunity slide here. Yeah. And finally, a lot of those guys, you know, especially guys who are seniors there who've been going through, you know, getting left out of the playoffs and things like that, I think they come to play on Saturday without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, Cincinnati, close game, man. <clears throat> what about mm-hmm. you, Dane? Chaos or what? Chaos, my boy.
2: This is what I'm going with. <laughs> I'm going with my boy. I got to ride with my, my boy Sauce, aka Ahmad Gardner. So, another potential Dallas Cowboy market here. He's a dog, he He's a dog. So, like with him. with him at the helm of the defense, um, I'm not saying that, you know, they're obviously not going to face a super crazy offensive threat, but. You got a lot of upside, especially when you haven't given up a touchdown all season. So I'm, I'm going, I'm going with Cincy. I'm, go, look, I'm going with the Bearcats. <laughs> Bearcats. Yeah. The other, the other Bearcats. Hey, <laughs> the other yeah, Bearcats. When does Sam play?
0: Yeah. Sam play Saturday,
3: Sat- right?
2: Saturday, yeah, play Saturday. Defending uh, national champ. Uh, Defending national, champ. Yeah, yeah, hey, what is it? Bearcats. Round
3: one? Is it round yeah. one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Round yeah, one. So we to get it cracking. Let's up. see.
2: Um,
0: Well, those that are listening and watching, I hope you guys don't expect us to go through the rest of these uh, non-power conference championships.
1: (laughs) I I will give one more
0: pick because my my guy KJ is the team physician and we, uh, Karina and I were just at his wedding this weekend at UTSA. Uh, They will get the dub and be conference champs coming off that bag loss against North Texas. And I think they, they finished the job against Western Kentucky and, and get the dub. Dane, you, you, you don't agree? I'm going to tell KJ what you say. But...
2: No, I was shaking my head because I didn't expect him to lose the UNT. Oh, like, especially they, they, well, yeah, the crazy. it was, his, it was
0: his wedding wild. day, and he was like, he, you know, he followed along with the game while you're getting married. And like, it's That's crazy because he's the he's the literal head team physician, like, of the team. And so Spray naked. Like he was he was yeah, saying like so, something about they didn't follow st- I don't know if he was joking or not but it was like he <laughs> about them not following with the correct pregame workout plan or something and he said they look yeah. sluggish so he would know yeah. I don't know so yeah but uh was... yeah shout out to UTSA and uh man hopefully I feel like honestly this weekend's games are going to be entertaining for sure it's exciting Thanks. to see if it does get chaotic but usually when when I feel like the last few years when all the possibilities that could happen it kind of goes according to schedules, like who is going to win. You may see like one upset but um, yeah, we have it's this on record, by see. the way. Yeah, yeah, we, we do. You may see one upset. <laughs> yeah, all
2: right. <laughs> okay. Bit, Let's run this tape back big, this time. This I know we go, you'll be ready to run it back.
0: Big big Remember thanks. You
2: said last week.
0: <laughs> Big thanks to my brother Sean OU fan coming through to, uh, you know, relieve some stress, talk about. Man, for sure. The soonest the coming this through, therapy. man. Therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Tell tell the people where they can follow you on uh, Twitter and Instagram, my guy.
3: Hey, man. So I appreciate y'all boys for having me on, man. If you're interested, I'm not too entertaining on Twitter, man, but besides when college football season is rolling around. Yeah. If you're interested, and in you know, I get a little crazy on there a little bit, I'm on it uh, on Twitter. I mean, um, I'm on Twitter at Colleen Texan. Hey, um, and I'm on Instagram at stillmo10, man. Y'all can yes. find me on there. Um, you know, and I do a little, I'm all sport, I'm a sports guy, so I talk yeah. about all sports on my stuff, man. Just,
0: just but, like us, just like us. Appreciate yeah, you. Yep, just Shana. like
3: my brothers, mm-hmm. man. You, For coming, you, you, through won't on find, <laughs> you won't find a bigger. College
2: football fan, you won't find a bigger Sooner fan. Hey, you I can do too. Horns, hey. down, baby. Yes, sir. Horns, horns down, people. Horns down. Horns down. Do all it. Uh, Thank you, Dave. Uh,
0: hey. Y'all know hey. Just because, man, day, baby. Just all because. <laughs> Appreciate that you it be for coming right through. There. That needs
2: to be the cover right there. Oh right? yeah. I'm, I'm, horns I'm, down.
0: I'm I'm making it the cover. <laughs> Episode sixty eight of the Dual Forces Stuff podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter. You listen to this on Apple Music, Spotify, watching it on YouTube. Also, before we get out, big shout out to my guy C-Daz, a.k.a. Chill T-Bango, for the dope new intro music that he gave us and outro music that I'm going to play as we get out of here. So appreciate you, and tune in next time to the Duo Sports & Stuff Podcast.
1: The Duo. Duo. The do The do The do The do The do The, 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 the do